Hey everybody, welcome to Grounded with uh, Brandon and Craig, and we are here on this crazy, humid, hot day. It's supposed to be crazy hot this week. I'm Craig, and you are? I'm Brandon. How's it going? It's good. Sorry, I'm eating. I, I just started. You, I you didn't did. even warn you. You looked at me like, what are you doing? What I'm are you doing? Chew. <laughs> I am mid-chew. You are mid-chew. So, I did. I opened up, you know, it's kind of like, what am I going to wear today? So I open up every it's morning. Hot. Every morning, I open up my weather channel app. And it's like across the top, there's this exclamation point in an orange circle. Yeah, yeah. There's like excessive heat warning. It's like, yeah, great. Well, when was it Wednesday or Thursday? I saw ninety eight. Oh yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, and, and and I know that I know that I'm all over the board when it comes to the weather. It's like, are you ever happy? No. Okay. No. But I can't stand cold. Somebody texted me yesterday. I'll just tell you, Kevin Beal said, "Well, at least it's not snow." And I and I wanted to say, you know, it doesn't matter because it can be extreme cold and snow. And if it's extreme hot and humid, it's the same to me. It's just it's it's miserable. It's miserable on the hot and humid side. It's miserable on the cold and the mm-hmm. snowy side. So, again, you know, I, and I hate to admit this, and I'm happy. 10 to 15 days out of the year with the weather, and I think I've already seen my time for a while. So, you know, I'm going to have to get some You'll grit. Be happy again. I'll have to get some grit go with it. <laughs> He'll be happy again come fall. For a few days. For like two or three days. And then – But I'm the same way. Like I, I don't mind the heat. Yeah. I hate – I can't stand the humid. Yeah. Like that mugginess. Like I was going to yeah. get up and run this yeah. morning, and and I wish I could say that it was because of the humidity, but it wasn't. It was because I was lazy. Yeah, it's like it's like when I walked out of the front door today. It's like I could have dove into the air and swam to the car. That's right. how bad it was. Right. So, yeah. You I know noticed, what's do you know what's good? What it's what you were getting ready to point out. <laughs> what is good on a hot and humid day? Okay, here we go. Is an ice cold. What. French vanilla cold brew. There you go. Also known as what? A Beebs brew. There you go. I got a text message this morning from Craig, <laughs> and uh, it was a video. And I could tell as soon as I opened up my my text, I could tell where he was. You saw the speaker. I saw the speaker. Yeah, he was in line at Tim Hortons, and he texted me last night. And he was like, "Do you want a Beebs brew?" Or he said, "He, he won't even say it." I won't. And so he texted me last night. He was like, do you want a brew in the morning? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and so in this video, he pulls up to the speaker. Right. The lady says, welcome to Tim Hortons. How can I help you? And he was like, uh, hey, yeah, um, what's that new drink you have? And her response was, it's just a French vanilla cold brew. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, what's it called? She was like, it's a Beebs brew. He was like, yeah, I'll take one of those in a medium, and then I'll take a large, a medium coffee with Two creams and a shot of espresso. So he, he's not even wanting to to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. So here we go. I think you're insecure. Hey, um, I'd like, hey, what's the new drink that you guys have? It's just a French vanilla cold brew. Uh, what's that called? The beef brew. Yeah, I'll take one of those. There you go. And, and that's, that's, that's what I got this morning. So it's like... So this week I'm going to be working on Craig's insecurity. <laughs> it's not insecurity. I just can't do it. So there you go. And uh, but I you know I noticed that everybody's wearing your your man's shirt when I ordered. You know they all have got the um, you know. Well. I've actually thought about um, putting in an application you at should. Tim Hortons just so I can get a shirt. You should. You yeah. Should. No, that's. Um, it's funny that you call him my man. I have not listened to any Justin Bieber music so, in 15 years. <laughs> Everybody who's listening. Would absolutely know 
that this is your man. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Now, I did hear yesterday, Sarah told me um, that I guess he's had to cancel some shows because he's got paralysis on one side of his face. Like, one side of his face is, you know, really? it's not moving. How old is this guy? I mean, is he uh, 60 or old. what? He's younger than I am. Really? Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know anything so, about him. So but hopefully that gets better. I, I do know. But thank you for the more of the living, uh, living the, the the life and the tail and life of, of Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. So it's always amazing that how much he's got. <laughs> it's like, did you know he's wearing uh, Levi's today and a collared shirt? No, yeah. I didn't know that. But thank you anyway. So. Right. Mm-hmm. I still think that we need sponsored by Tim Hortons. Or Justin Bieber. <laughs> Either one. I mean. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, but there we go, and that was, that. that's the first part of our day, and, but it is hot and humid, it's supposed to be, you know, extremely warm this week, and yeah. so if you guys are out and about, take it easy, and uh, make sure you're drinking some liquids, and um, drinking your water, and you probably don't need to tell you that, but, you know, it's so easy to um, dehydrate over something like that. I don't know if coffee counts, bro. So. I'm drinking water. It's it's actually filtered. Is it? Through coffee you're grounds. You're not drinking coffee? It's filtered through coffee really? grounds. Okay. Filtered water. Okay. <laughs> Craig's like, I am done with you. <laughs> All right. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Brandon will take you the rest of the way. <laughs> right. That's going to be pretty boring me talking exactly. to myself. <laughs> so what's going on? Anything? Oh man. No, it's, uh, I think going to be a s- slower week for us. We've got one baseball game. It's our final game of the season. And really? then, and then, yeah. They are starting tournaments. We've got a game Thursday night, so okay. I'll have worship practice at 5 on Thursday. We've got a game at either 8 or 8. I think it's 8.30 Thursday night. Did you know, I think Thursday's the day it's supposed to be 98, and at 8 o'clock, it's still supposed to be 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Is he getting paid for that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I give him sunflower seeds every game. Oh, gosh. Um, but anyway, so after that, then they begin the tournament. Oh, gosh. Father's Day. No way. Sunday morning, they start the tournament. So it's like, I've already told the coach, it's like, anything before 1230, we won't be there. It's like, could you not have held it off for one more and day? And on Father's Day. And on Father's Day. And, and you know, not as Here big we of go. a deal to me. Here we go again. Yeah, it just, it just, it just chaps my hide that sports mm-hmm. at this point in time for that age group, it's not like you're a major eight through league baseball old. player. It's not like you're college. You're an eight-year-old. You shouldn't be playing on Sunday morning and on Father's Day. Whoever set that up, I'm just going to say, is a knucklehead. And, They're knuckleheads. Know, and that's the thing. is like we're not playing travel ball. No. You know, if you sign up for travel ball, you're understanding you're yeah. playing Saturday, Sunday. Right, right. We don't play that game. Right. And so, yeah, a little frustrating. So, but uh, here we are in June, and um, we've got, um, you know, the weather's changing, got a lot of things going on. We've got um, prayer night tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Might as well mention that while we're, while we're getting coasted in, and especially if somebody doesn't hang in there for the rest of the time. Uh, prayer night's tomorrow night at um, six, 6 o'clock, o'clock and we're going to meet in the uh, sanctuary. And if you've never been to prayer night, it is probably the most laid-back thing that we do here at mm-hmm. RCC. We just come in, maybe sing a song, read a few scriptures, and then whatever's on your heart, we pray about. And if we're there Ten minutes, we'll be there ten minutes. We're there an hour, we'll be there an hour. And so, invite you guys to take a few minutes to uh, get out of the heat, come in and uh, pray with us, and uh, let's uh, pray for each other and pray for things. That we got a lot to pray about. Absolutely. And um, got a lot to be thankful for, too, in the midst of all the things that are taking place in our lives. So, I just encourage you guys to do that if you if you feel so inclined to do that. You're off work. You want to be here 6 o'clock tomorrow night. So, what else is going on? I'm trying to chew this bar. I, I just uh, the, need to stop. He's drinking coffee. He's drinking his man's brew. He's um. He's I, do. I wish you could see a picture of everything I've got going on here. It is crazy. <laughs> I have a I have a coffee mug in my Holden Beach coffee mug of uh, Black Rifle coffee. 
Next to that, I've got the Beebs brew that's three quarters of the way done, and then I've got this breakfast bar thing that I'm eating. Yeah, you are. Are you are you almost finished? I am. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it alone. He's like, if you guys have ever seen Charlotte's Web, Templeton the Rat on Charlotte's Web, he's like Templeton the Rat right now. He just he's just eating and drinking everything that he can see. I'm going to look over about halfway. His belly's going to be huge here. <laughs> no, that's healthy. Now the Beebs Brew, on the other hand, is not really. On my diet. Sure, it's not bad. Ooh, you know what we did last night? I know what you did. You know what we did, because you were invited. I was invited. And you snubbed us. I didn't snub you, I just... Yeah, okay. I just... Who turns down... That Who turns down homemade strawberry ice cream? Was it good? It was phenomenal. Did you save me some? No. Okay. Did you eat it all? I didn't, but we, we invited some friends over, and I, and I texted you all. Texted a group of you. You did. And said, hey... Ice cream, my place, 6.30. I said, if you are not here, I'm either eating it all tonight right. or you're helping me yeah, you because did. I'm not eating it after did today. Did everybody show up besides Anita and I? Everybody but you two. Oh. Well, sorry. So feel bad about that. Well, I feel bad because Corey and Sarah showed up and there was, um, by the time they got there, they got there a little later. Uh-huh. And we'd already, um, the, the ice cream eating process had commenced already. <laughs> And, um, awesome. <laughs> and so there wasn't quite a whole lot left. So they got a bite. They got about a quarter of a cup each. Oh my. So, but it was good. We, so we went down, um, Saturday morning and picked some strawberries at the berry patch, the berry farm, just down on, on route four, just north right. of Ferrisburg. And they've got strawberries. I don't know how much longer they've got. Um, they're starting to kind of wind down there. And then within the month, they or should have blackberries. Blackberries, right? Yeah. yeah. She said hopefully around um, July 10th. Okay, gotcha. We'll blackberries gotcha. on. But yeah, so we picked a bunch of strawberries and then we actually froze some last night. Okay. So we're going to vacuum seal those and Perfect. save those for ice cream or for smoothies or something. Awesome. But they were very good. Very good. And the ice cream? So how long did you take to make the ice cream? Did you guys, um, did you guys, uh, crank it yourself or was it electric? No, I had a hamster on a wheel. <laughs> no, uh, it was Christian electric. had a belt on it. He just kept running and yeah, running. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, it was electric and it only took about 45 minutes or so. Mm. And it's, we, it's a bigger thing of ice cream. That's actually the fastest that it's taken. Really? I used so it pretty good. I used more. It was, it was a little on the softer side. Okay. It was a little more, um, it, it was between a milkshake and ice cream, but, but it was, it tasted great. I bet it did. I bet those fresh strawberries were really good. They I love very I love strawberries. Good. Yeah. And so yeah. we, I pureed some of them just to kind of add the strawberry flavor throughout. And then mm-hmm. I, like three quarters of them I, I threw in, like it was loaded with, really? with strawberries. Yeah. Really? That's good. Um, so we got a, um, had a good day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, not a big crowd. Mm-mm. We're kind of we're kind of down a little bit, but I I um I kind of expected it. I don't know why. Uh, summer, um, you know, people I knew people were some people were gone camping, some people were gone yep. doing some other things. Yeah, I've seen and, on Facebook some people are on vacation, too. right? But still had a decent crowd, and um, I thought the worship was really good, and um, you you know, it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just good to uh, to worship. I the first song that we sang yesterday um was um. Great I am. Yeah. I, I, that song, I don't know what it is about that. You would probably sing it twice every Sunday and it would be, it would give me goosebumps and everybody would sing it like it was the, like, right. angelic. It, they, they just sing that song mm-hmm. out. They do. And, they um, do. it's just, 
unbelievable. So I'm, I'm really, that kind of gets you roll, going and rolling for, you know, what's to come and what, right. you know, gets me ready to go. So I love it. Good time though. It is a good time. So we had, um, but a pretty decent crowd. We honored our graduates yesterday and mm-hmm. for the life of me, I don't have any, I, I, I was going to bring their names, but I totally forgot. Yep. So, um, but we honored what, six of them yesterday? I think six of them. And, um, Clint did a good job, um, yep. you know, going through that and showing pictures. And so I think we had, see, see if I can remember everybody. Okay. So we had Casey Clark. Okay. Nathan Matlack. Okay. Bella Penry. Okay. Austin Hobbyell. Haley Baldwin. And Bella. The Bella Penry. I got that. Okay. I think that was it, wasn't it? I, I thought think there it was, was just five. Was Maybe there five. Six? Okay. Maybe there was five. Okay. Okay. Um, you might be right. If I forgot somebody, I'm sorry. Right. I'm going completely off memory, which is not as good as it used to be. It's better than mine. I won't argue. <laughs> but we had, uh, that was, that was good. And then, um, we had, uh, gra- big old cake, uh, down on the fellowship hall, down the connection cafe. And that was, uh, that was fun. And they were ran out, use, man. They, they ran did out they run out? Well, I mean, it was kind of like right at, it was, it was almost perfect amount. Well, I was down there at one point and I think Willie had five pieces of cake. So, I mean, you, I don't know what's going on there. You might not be wrong. I really think he had, honestly, like two or three pieces. So mm-hmm. five might be a stretch, but I think three is pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. So I, he was he pretty much hovered over the cake the entire <laughs> second hour. <laughs> I actually went back there during second service, and he was he was right there. And I was back there too prior to me speaking the second service. Then I went back there again, and he really hadn't budged. Hadn't moved. No, he's yeah. still standing over that. So, cake, so I'm not Templeton the Rat. That would be Willie. That yes, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we, um, we had a couple, you, you preached a couple of weeks ago and, mm-hmm. um, then we, last week we had the, uh, Lifewise Sunday, so we took a break from our series and, uh, booted it back up again. And then, so we got two more weeks of Do You Have Grit? And yesterday we, you know, just talked about, you know, it's time to holler, scream, and shout and shout talked back. about, yeah. you know, we need to, uh, the world is shouting and hollering and screaming their message at us every single day and as loud as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And it's time for us to to do that back right. and to yell the gospel of Jesus Christ more than than they are yelling at us. And I, some people are like, well, how do we do that? We don't have the airways. Well, here's the deal. God's, God's word is powerful. It's mm-hmm. living and it's active and it's sharp. And God's spirit is on the move. And when you get that out in the world, you're going to be shocked at what God can do because this is supernatural. This isn't a physical thing. Yep. And the supernatural is always going to over and over hover the uh, the physical. So, yeah. I, I think we have to. Um, I think we really have yeah. to make a decision um, to do that. And um, I, um, you know, whenever you get up and you speak on things like this, um, you always open yourself up to a lot of. Um, you're not quite sure how that's going to go, right? And, um, and and I always go into these knowing I'm not quite sure how this is going to go. I'm kind of like, uh, what's this week going to be bring? You know, who's going to save this or what's going to happen? And but I was shocked yesterday afternoon, um, which hasn't happened in a long time. I, are you but, sure you want to open your mouth? No. You know, the week's not over. Week is not over. But I was shocked, honestly, of how uh, people had responded to that, to, to right, the positive. Right. And so I was yeah. – um, and it wasn't like, hey, great job. It was like open my eyes to this right. part right. of right. I've got to stand strong. Open this part that I, I, I don't want to just go along to get along. Mm-hmm. I need to – and that that's what you want. That's, right. what, that's what you want. Or somebody mentioned when you read this verse, it hit me really hard. And that's, to me – 
is better than somebody saying, hey, that was awesome. You did a great right. job. When somebody is saying, this verse touched my heart, or yes. this is what I'm going to do this week, or this is what I know God is calling me to do, that's where you think, well, God, that's that's worth it all of anything that's coming in later this week that might be not so positive. Does that make sense? Right. And you realize that people are are, are getting it. And, and I read a verse to start off. It was almost at the very beginning. It was Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14 that says, if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to God. And the key word in that is the very first word, if. Yes. If we are faithful to the end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could probably open that verse up to an entire message right. and build an entire message around that. Right. If we are faithful to the end, what does that actually look like? How am I going to be faithful to the end? Well, you got to have some grit. You got to show some endurance. You got to be steadfast. Get your feet in. You got to, you got to kick back when you need to kick back. You need to stand strong. Uh, if I'm faithful to the end and being faithful to the end is just not going along to get along. Right. And, um, that seems to be my catchphrase over the last few weeks of, <laughs> Don't go along to get along. And, and I hate that. I right. hate when I see that and I hate when I've actually done that. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so much so that I even quoted you in that. I, I should have that. put your Bitmo picture you up. Have. You I'm sorry. Have done that. That would have been awesome. Yeah. No, the second verse you read too is, is one that you've, you've kind of kept coming back to over this series as well. And I, I think even before that, but first right. Corinthians 16, 13, be on guard. Right. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. How much plainer does it can it can it get right there? Yeah, and that's the truth. Is the world the world is standing firm in what they believe exactly, and what they think is exactly. right, and um, you know, and so we have to be on guard of what we know is right, which is God's truth, God's word. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I mean, this this is a tough month for I think this is this is a very um, what do you. The world thinks they're unifying people with Pride Month, um, yeah. and the culture and the government or whoever else is involved in this, the high tech corporations or, or whatever and Major League Baseball and all the mumbo jumbo around that. But what they're actually doing is they're dividing us. They're, they're dividing us and they're drawing a line in the sand. They're drawing a line in the sand against God and what God says and what God says is moral and what God says is this shouldn't, shouldn't or should not happen. And so, Again, if we just don't go along to get along, then we're going to be fine. But if we if we actually say, okay, you drew the line in the sand, here's what God's word says. But the world's telling me you can't do that. You're not Christian if you go against this. You don't know what love is. You're not. You know you got. You just you just need to be quiet and let us and let us do our thing. Right. And um, I think I said yesterday that Pride Month, I believe, is is just as bad as abortion. Right. And it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely, have, have you seen any of the pictures of some of these disgusting, vile pride parades that are going around? Thankfully, no. I, I, bro, they're horrible. I try to, I they're try absolutely to steer clear horrible. Of it. I, I can't believe what I've seen. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to say it. It's like watching some kind of porno thing. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely horrible. Yep. I, I can't believe that's allowed to be on the streets right. in the United States of America. I can't believe it. Yeah. And um, when did it come to that? You know, used to you'd hear about, you know, um, there'd be a gay parade. And that was in San Francisco at a right. certain time. Right. Uh, there was one in Marysville. Mm -hmm. They blocked traffic mm -hmm. off. They shut the streets down. It was family friendly. I saw the flyer for that. Oh, good. Anyway, Chuck Swindoll said this. <laughs> the Bible warns us that God hates the sin of pride and will discipline the proud. Many people who struggle with pride also struggle with um, greed. 
Never be proud of your pride. It's a road of destruction. Hmm. And I thought it was interesting that he said many people who struggle with pride also struggle with greed. Right. If you think about it, prideful, being proud, being proud is mm-hmm. greedy because it is all about you. Right. And, and, and what you want is your desires and even if, you know, whatever the whatever it comes to, whether it's the, uh, you know, pride month or whether you're <laughs> want more money or, or, right. or whatever. Yeah, and, I, and I think, you know, to. To just, you know, kind of expand on that, you know, he's not just talking about Pride Month, you know, no. we all struggle with pride. Exactly. You know, we we all have that tendency to be prideful. And I, I love that. <laughs> it's a very simple but profound statement. Never be proud of your pride. Right. You know, and, and I think as a man, you know, I, I can be prideful. Oh, you for know? sure. I think that's something that, that men, and maybe I'm off, but I think men really struggle with pride a lot of times. Yeah, I agree I know you do. I'm just kidding. I do. I, uh, you know, I, I do. I mean, why I, I do. I, I'll admit it. You know, sometimes we do, we do yeah. struggle with these things and, and more than we care to admit. Right. And, and, and it's a struggle and right. that's, um, I hate that. Yeah. And, and that's where, you know, for all of this, you know, kind of as, as I was processing yesterday's message, um, you know, for me, it's like, you know, realizing that the fact is we are all broken. We all have sin in our lives. And exactly. so we're not pointing our fingers at, you know, culture and saying we're, you know, we're right, we're, you're wrong, or, or we're perfect and you are not. Right. It's, you know, it's having those conversations of what, what does God say? What's God's right, truth? Right. What, what aligns with God's truth? Um, and sometimes those make for tough conversations. Right. Um, you know, and you talked about the whole phrase, love is love. And, you know, and, and, and we've heard that, you know, well, if, if God is love, then, then God loves me the way that I am. Well, God loves you. But God also has asked you to, you know, to fall under these parameters and to fall in line with exactly. this. And we all, you know, I, I struggle with sin in my life. And so I have to, every single day, turn my life over to God and, and, and follow in what he has called me to right. do and what he says is right and wrong. Right. And, and so, you know, the culture is trying to tell us that, well, if, you know, if God is love, then you need to love me the way that I am. Mm. You know, do I love you? Yes. But here's the truth with when it comes to love. If I love you, I'm going to be more concerned about your eternity than I am your happiness right Right. now. Well, isn't it in Romans 5 where it says, this is God's love for us, that why we were sinners, Mm -hmm. Christ died for us. So God's love is that he sent Jesus Christ to die for my sins, that there's a way out for my sin. Correct. So here's the problem. Here's the problem with society today and the world in general is, number one, they don't think they sin because they don't believe in sin. So that's why they're like, you can't judge me. And then they throw the Christian thing back in your face. But here's the thing. They're actually using the Bible, but they're not following the Bible. So if you're going to use the Bible, follow the Bible. They've taken and they've distorted the Bible. Exactly. And they'll take a pass or a verse out of context right, and say, well, look right. what it says right here that... Right. So, and that's my that's my issue. So if somebody says this, and I'm going to say, well, if you're going to use the Bible, so we're going to actually use the Bible. Correct. So if you're just going on your own God, then we're not going to talk because you're not going to listen. Because here's the thing, but why you are a sinner, Christ died for you. So you're a sinner, you're living in sin, you're dealing with this issue in your life, and so you got to confess that. Guess what? That is the love of God. Right. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you will be able to confess your sin, your sin is going to be forgiven, that you believe that Jesus rose and he, and he died and he rose from the grave 
for your sins and you believe in that. Right. Guess what? You're going to be saved, but you have to repent of that sin. You have to repent Even of it. Even when Jesus was with living on this earth, he never cut anybody slack. Did he show mercy and compassion? Yeah. Absolutely. But what did he always say? Go, Go and sin no sin. more. Go and sin no more. Yeah. Every single time. Mm-hmm. It all goes back to your sin. So you've got to, number one, confess your sinner. So don't don't tell me what love is and don't tell me what God says and don't tell me that I'm being a Christian because you don't know what a Christian is. Right. And so, you know, this is what I'm talking when I get up and I preach. That's where Christians have to start saying, you know what, I'm going to get back in your face mm-hmm. and I'm going to fight back because I love you. Right. So it's like if, you know, Christian, your son, in about four, five, six years, mm-hmm. he's eight. He's eight. Fourteen years old. All of a sudden, you catch him doing weed behind your back building, right? and you're out in your garage. You're like, what is that smell? Like, I know what that smell is. And you go back out there, and you're like, bro, what are you doing? And he kind of throws it down, and and you're just like, yeah, you know what? I love you, so you just do what makes you feel happy. You going to do that? No. What are you going to do? You're going to bust his chops. You might bust his rear, right? and you're going to get his attention. You're, you're, you're going to give him what it takes. Are you being mean to him? No, no. no. I'm showing what are you him love. Sh- you're showing him love, right? Because you know what? I don't want something going. I don't want him to get into meth. I don't want him mm-hmm. to get into crack cocaine. I don't want him to start right. going down that road. This is going to affect his life. This is going to affect his job. This is going to affect our relationship. Yeah. So, bro, you need to think of the consequences right. when you go down that road. Doesn't mean I don't love you, right? But when you do this, there are consequences to yeah. your actions. So you just need to know that. So when it all comes down, this is on you, not on me. Right. And I believe that's where God says, if you thumb your nose at me, this is the consequences of your sin. Right. Yeah. And and in that instance, you know, my response in that moment is going to be at the here and now, but it's going to be directed for the future. And that's the same thing with this is, you know, yes, I'm addressing the here and now, but it's for your future and, and, and truly for your future. That's not on this earth. Exactly. Because one day Bible is very clear. We are all going one of two places. Right. You know, and and that's that's just the reality. Right. And, and so if I love you, if I truly love you, I'm going to tell you honestly what the Bible says mm-hmm. to hopefully impact your eternal future. Right. Well, you know, you we have become so weak and lazy and apathetic as Christians, mm-hmm. as Christians in the church that we... And here, and I'm just gonna be honest. We're afraid we're gonna lose our job. We're afraid we're gonna lose our family. We're afraid we're gonna lose our friends. We gotta stop it. Mm-hmm. We literally have to stop it. That's not on you. That's on them. If you, right. God, you have to trust God that God is in control. That God is going to take care of you, and that no matter what happens, you're going to be able to. You know, it might be tough, but guess what? It was tough. Anybody who draws a line in the sand and says I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. Yeah. So. I got to be honest with you. If you're not experiencing some kind of turmoil in your life because you're standing for God, then maybe you're not standing for him. Right. Because, um, you know, especially now in this day and age that, that we live, and especially during this month, I would just wish we could go from May into July yeah. and be done with it. I'm I'm literally sick of the month of June, and I'm sorry I got married in the month of June. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like drives me crazy because everywhere you look. But I am thankful for one thing. The city of Delaware, Ohio, decided not to fly the – um, pride flag. Good for them. The rainbow flag. Good for them. They only said the American flag, the um, state flag, mm-hmm. and there was one other flag that can be flown from the – now, they said businesses can do that, but the city's no longer going to do that. So I, I applaud them. Right. I applaud the city of Delaware, Ohio, not doing that because right. that really that, – that, that shows that somebody on there is going against the tide. Right. And I thought that was really – 
exactly really good and um but I, my whole point yesterday is that the world is screaming at us they're, they're indoctrinating us and they've been doing it for such a long time and um you know we need to realize that wherever whatever this comes to that the the world is trying to push on us we need to push back with the gospel of um of Jesus Christ and we need to push back with the truth of god and um you know and our world is pretty much would you agree they go on their feelings yes it's how i feel at the moment Yep. So if I feel like a girl, even though I was born a boy, I can be a girl. Right. If I feel like killing my baby, even though the Bible says it's murder, but I mm-hmm. feel like that it's my right, it's my body, my choice, or, you know, it's my, you know, it's women's health care. Mm-hmm. If I feel like it, then, then that's okay. If I don't feel like I'm a male or a female, so I can identify with whatever 77 genders that they have. And here's it continues the thing, to grow, doesn't it? Here's the thing about that. They always tell you, Follow the science. Mm-hmm. Even the science will dictate there's only male and female. There's two only genders. two genders. Yeah. There's no three genders. Right. There, there's none of that. Right. So when they tell me to follow the science, I don't even believe the science anymore. Right. How can you? Right. I mean, these guys. Well, and it's it's followed their science. Exactly. There's a difference. Basically, there. what I said at the beginning of that service: just keep your mouth shut and go with the flow. Right. Is basically it. But I, I think I said yesterday, I was like, when absolute truth is removed, then we have absurdity and stupidity. Is in charge, and that's exactly what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this verse that I read yesterday, and I, um, I think this is great. Mm-hmm. Psalm uh, forty-three, three. Very good. Send out your light and your truth. Think about that. Yeah. Let them guide me, not the world's truth, but the light and truth of God. Let them lead me into uh, to the holy mountain, to the place where you live. God's light, God's truth, to lead me to where He wants me to go. I love that. That would be a great prayer, just to wake up and pray every morning. You know what? You're right. You know, just you're God, send out right. your light and truth. Let them guide me. Let them guide yeah. me today. That is really good. Yeah. Maybe I'll get that printed on my mirror in my bathroom or something. Right. Yeah. That'd actually be a good t-shirt to wear yep. too. It would be. You, uh, you read 1 John 4, 6 too, and it says, we belong to God and those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. And, and how much are we, we seeing that today? Right. And that is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. And right. so many, there, there's so much deception going on mm-hmm. right now. And, and it's even, you know, we've talked about this in the past with so many different things, but th- Satan is even using people inside of the church, right? You know, Christian, um, figureheads or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them to, to sow those seeds of deception. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are, there are Christian, so-called Christian leaders mm-hmm. who are speaking literally against what the Bible says is true. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me is, it breaks my heart to see and to mm-hmm. hear. Um, because, you know, th- those people are the ones who should be standing firm. 100%. And they're being swayed by the culture. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, you're right. We're, we're, we're 100% being lied to all the time. 100%. And, um, you know, you, you have to think about what the world is screaming at us constantly. It, it, everything it's screaming at us takes us away from God. It takes us away from His Word. There's not one thing that's mm-hmm. godly, scripture based that leads us to God yeah. at all. I mean, abortion. I mean, these people have lost their minds. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, did you see Elizabeth Warren after the Supreme Court? The, the woman, the woman is insane. 
she really needs to be in a mental hospital so she can get the care and the help she needs. Like mm-hmm. she needs care and help like the elephant man, 24 seven, 365 days a year. I mean, and these people are the people that are running our country, right. but they're, they're, they're saying that it's, it's okay to kill your baby. Right. Um, I think I mentioned yesterday, it's like $250,000 fine and five years in jail. If you kill an eagle's, exactly. uh, kill an eagle's, um, egg, you know, and, and for me, like, you know, and I knew that. But that really puts it into into perspective of how sick we've become, exactly. how sick our, our culture has become to think that, yeah, that's, that's a crime if you kill an eagle's egg. Right. But it's not a crime to go into a woman's body and to kill a baby. Exactly. Like that, that's disgusting. It's there's no, you're right. It's disgusting. And there's really not the proper word. I don't know if there's a word. It, there's that, not like that it, would describe how vile mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, I, I can't, you know how I feel. And those of you who are listening, I cannot tell you how chapped I get and how incensed I get and how I see red in my eyes when it comes to the liberal left and the, uh, former vice president and all his cronies mm-hmm. who line their pockets every single yep. day and lie to us right and left, support abortion. And then I can't tell you how chapped and red I get when a Christian tells me that they voted for this Biden regime that is totally godless and doesn't know Christ. It just it takes everything I have just to say, you know what, get out of my sight. Yeah. You know what, you're evil. You're you're woe to you. Woe to you. You're an evil person mm-hmm. if you voted for that. Woe to you. And, um, you know. I'm sure I'm going to get to hear something about that later. But anyway. Right. <laughs> a big boy I can take it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but I, um, you know, I, I think I said, um, I, somebody had sent me an article three or four weeks ago, um, about this lady who wanted to yeah, have an abortion. She was seven and, yeah. yeah. She was seven and a half three weeks pregnant. She's from Texas and Texas has the best abortion laws in, in the nation. Mm-hmm. You can't do it after six weeks. So she has to take off like three or four days of work. She has to not get paid. She has to go spend money at a hotel and she has to go. Basically, she's killing her baby mm-hmm. is what she's doing. And the article writer that wrote this article at the very end, this was kind of the parting shot, the last line. Mm-hmm. He said, how sad. For this poor woman who just wants to live her life in freedom. Mm-hmm. How sad. Oh, how sad she can't kill her baby. Mm. You know, I have I have a lot of things going through my mind, but I can't say it because <laughs> we're going to be on tape and I don't want to say it. I might tell you later offline, but <laughs> I, I've got, yeah, I, I've got some ideas on where, where that's going. How sad, how sad it is that we kill babies. Right. How sad it is to think that you can go out and you can sleep with whoever you want and not think that there's consequences. And here's the exactly. thing. When God says that don't have sex before marriage, this is why he's saying this. Mm-hmm. He's to keep you honest. He's to keep you pure. He's to keep your head in the game. It's to save you for your spouse. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're going to be free of diseases, STDs and all of your thing, HIV and everything that comes along. There's a reason. It's kind of like when you go and you find Christian smoking pot behind your building, you're trying to keep him from going doing further damage right. down the road and when god says thou shall not or mm-hmm. you should not or this is you can't do this this is a sin he's warning you yeah now it's up to you what you're going to do but you need to know there's consequences if you sleep around mm-hmm. you're going to get an std there's a possibility if you're if if you're gay and you you know sleep around you, there's a chance and, and we all know this you're mm-hmm. going to get hiv you're going to get aids and and I mean, I know people are like, boom, this is crazy, but this is exactly where we are. Exactly. And this right. is why God's word is trying to, it, it's, it, he's given us his word, which is truth to protect us. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with it? Right. 
follow it. Right. And, and it goes, it all goes back to, you know, what you talked about a little bit ago in, in the fact of pride, you know, in that article, right. it says, you know, how sad for this woman who just wants to live her life. It's pride and selfishness. It's all about her. Um, right. you know, we're, we're called to, right. to focus on others. We're right. called to, you know, to worry about, you know, the, the eternal lives right. of, of other people. And, and so I, but I think that's where we are. It's all mm-hmm. about you. You do what makes you feel right. happy. You right. do what right. makes you feel good. You know, it's, and, and I've talked about it before, but there's slogans out there. Nike, you know, just do it. You know, there's this a slogan. If it feels good, do it. You know, mm-hmm. Burger King, have it your way, you know, right. and that's what our culture is pouring into us on every level. It's all about you. It's about what makes you happy. Yeah. Well, as a Christ follower, it's about, pleasing God and worshiping him with your life. Right. 100% you're right. And when it comes to like back, you know, to any of these things, but especially abortion, I read a verse yesterday. I was like, let me read you a verse. We'll, we'll settle the end of the discussion for abortion. Exactly. Exodus yep. twenty thirteen. you shall not murder. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be any plainer? Right. That's it. Yeah. Well, and, and you read Psalm 139, 13 through 14. For you form my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. How you know, how we, difficult is the that? We are created by by God. You know, it's kind of like I want to. I just want to call the White House up and just say, "Hey, let me speak to Joe Biden, and let me just say, let me read you a verse, bro. You say you're a Catholic. You say you believe in this, but what what's going on with you? <clears throat> right? God has put you into that position. Stop being a total idiot. There you go. And stop doing these things but you know what he doesn't know god right he doesn't believe right. in god right. it's just a sham he he trots it out when he needs it because you know by his actions because we know your actions speak louder than words right and his his actions tell you who he is his actions tell you who his mm-hmm. god is mm-hmm. it's satan yep and we know that yeah you asked a question yesterday it says when are we going to stop listening to the world <laughs> you know the world tells us that um you know, you can be what you want to be. Exactly. That you can be whatever gender you want to be or what, you know, that just, that blow, that it confuses me when it they does, talk right. about all that. And so I just, I try not to listen to it. But right. you read Genesis one twenty seven. You know, again, it's, it's like the Psalm, you know, you shall not murder. It can it be any more plain than this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male, Male and, female. and female, he created them. Right. It's no, it's as plain as, but here's the thing. You got to believe this. You got to believe God's word from cover to cover. Exactly. You can't just pick and choose what you want to from the Bible. It's like, well, I like that, but I don't agree with that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to focus on that. You know, there are going to be things in the Bible that you might not necessarily understand. Like, and that's, or even like, and, and that, that's okay. But you have to say, you know what? I trust God. I trust his truth. I trust that he is right because he says so. The Bible from cover to cover is the inspired work of the Holy Spirit, inspired yep. by God. And and as a Christ follower, we have to say, I believe that yep. fully. You know, there are things in the Bible <laughs> that, that you know, go against what I like, you know, what I want. You know, I we both are sinful. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not calling you out. Call, you are. Calling You're looking right out. at me, bro. Calling, <laughs> calling you out. No. But, you know. You've got sin in your life. I've got sin in my life. We're not saying, "Hey, we've got it all figured out. We're perfect." You know, isn't idol reached... worship a uh, form of sin? Yes, like with like Justin Bieber and all that. I knew you go were going on there. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Um, but you know, but but that's the truth. Is that you know, 
you have to believe the Bible from cover to cover. Exactly. Um, and and that's where we we that's where we're at today. As even Christians are like, well, I understand that. I understand what it means. You know, I heard somebody, a high profile actor, say this, and and again, I I don't give them much credit just because they've got to where they are and they get swayed right, very right. easily. Um, but, you know, I heard him say once, you know, well, well, I understand what it means to love my neighbor as myself. And so right. I, you know, I take that and I, I do with that what I can. But, you know, I don't understand how I can apply the um, the account of Moses and the burning bush to my life. And right. so I just discount that. Like, I don't know what to do with that. Right. Well, there are things that you can take from that and apply exactly. to your life. Exactly. Um, there are things in the Bible that I don't fully understand. Yeah. In this side of heaven, I probably won't. Uh, honestly, I don't understand everything about salvation and the cross. Exactly. I know I preach on it. Mm-hmm. I know what God's word says. But honestly, if I'm going to put, to be honest with you, right. I don't get it. Right. I just know what the Bible says, so I choose to believe it. Exactly. I, I don't get it. You, you talk about, I don't like things in the Bible. I don't like that. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kind. <laughs> right. I hate that. Right. I don't like it where God, where Jesus tells me you need to forgive and that you need to forgive up to 70 times seven or whatever, 700,000 times. Exactly. You need to keep forgiving even though the person never asked for forgiveness. Right. Do I like that? I absolutely hate that. Right. Uh, you, you know, it's kind of like the world's like, you wrong me. I'm going to wrong you back. I'm going to mm-hmm. get revenge. I don't want to forgive. It's not an easy process to forgive. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you know, when Jesus says, Hey, you need to forgive 70 times seven and or whatever it is, it, it's like I may have to forgive you for the same thing every single day for the rest of my life. Right. And not hold it against you. I hate it. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. For the for the brew or what? No, I'm not sorry about okay. that. That was good. I read a uh, verse yesterday I love, 1 Corinthians one eighteen, And the, I think this sums it up for us as followers in the world. The message yes. of the cross is foolishness to those who are headed for destruction. So you see those who are dancing in the streets in G-strings and thongs in their underwear for pride. If when I, when we start talking about the cross, they, they're going to laugh in our faces. Right, right. They're, they're going to, they're going to mock us. But we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. Amen. And, um, yep. and I, and I absolutely, man, I, I absolutely love, love that verse. And, um, I, I think it's time honestly, for Christians to get out of their comfort zone. I think it's time for Christians to stop going along to get along. Uh, And I'm, and I'm, and I'm just going to ask if anybody's listening to this, you need to stop being uncomfortable when I get up and say something that you don't like that goes against the world. Because I think yesterday I said, tell me something I haven't told you that wasn't truth. Exactly. I mean, I know you don't like it and you may not like the way I said it, but tell me what I said that didn't go, that's not the truth. That's why people hated Donald Trump. He told them the truth. And they hate it, and, and the truth is always hated, mm-hmm. no matter if it's a biblical truth or if it's, if, if it's the straight out truth of something else. And you know, when you get called out, man, you're going to be uncomfortable, and you're going to try to, you know, to lash back. Mm-hmm. But um, I, um, you quoted um, Elizabeth George. I have no idea who that is, but this quote is really you know, good. She's a very she's written a lot of books, and my wife has writ, uh, read some books from her, and um, and, and I. And I've read a couple things from her, but I actually heard her in about a 10-minute clip. Okay. And I actually picked this up in a 10-minute clip, and she was so good in that. I actually thought about playing it yesterday. Okay. It was that good. But anyway, I just – go ahead. You didn't have time to play it yesterday. You were you were a little okay. over. Uh, is that where we're going now? Uh, you want he, to? Okay. He, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't call me out. Come on. <laughs> don't call me out. 
He, uh, yesterday, I, okay, I, I'll admit it. We're going to take a time out for okay. a minute. So hang with us, guys. We'll come back to the Elizabeth George, Elizabeth George second. So <laughs> yesterday, sometime when I am just set down or I'm pre, I'm, I'm praying. My you pray- may have been praying. I may have been praying this, this that way no one could see what I did. Tisful. I need to up, repent up now. Front, Thanks. With his guitar strapped around his, his neck. I have a countdown clock in the back that I watch, and they start me at 35 minutes. And, and it's so, in green. And it's in green. So I try my best to stay under 35 minutes, and I, and I do, and I've been, I've done a very good job. I've, you've, I'm, you've you gotta realize, well. you I've have been, done well lately. I've been under six, I've been under five minutes at times, but yesterday, I was right, I was like four or five it minutes. It stopped so. counting down, it started counting up. It started counting in up. In red. And I was over. I was way over. I was almost five minutes over mm-hmm. a couple times. And, um, so he had taken a picture of the countdown clock from up on the stage when everybody else, when all the rest of us are praying to God, this guy's taking pictures. He sends it at a Snapchat and he circles the clock. <laughs> now we're going to take a moment. I'm going to pray for repentance yeah, now. You, yeah, you need to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. I pulled that up and I was like, what is what that? What is he doing? <laughs> So anyway, so I wasn't sure if this was Elizabeth George or Aaron Tippin that you quoted yesterday, <laughs> because it was it reminded me of that song that Aaron Tippin sang. You've got to stand for something, or oh, you'll yeah. fall for anything. Yeah, I totally forgot about You've that. You've got to be your own man, not a puppet on a string. That mustache man, he that mustache was sweet. People were like, "What happened here in the right? West?" <laughs> Anyways, that's my that's my era of country music mm-hmm. growing up. Elizabeth George said this. She says, if we don't fight for what we stand for with our passionate words from God and our honest actions, and that, that's really, I, I love that, right? Those three or those four words right there and our honest actions. Do we really stand for right, anything? Right. I like it. It's very good. It is, it is very good. Um, so I was basically, uh, you know, when we were getting into the middle of this, you know, I was like, um, what do we have to do? And what we have to do is this is in Mark sixteen fifteen. We go. We go into Exactly. We go into the world and we preach the good news of Jesus Christ. So here's what Christians have done almost since the time I can remember. They want people to come. Mm-hmm. They want people to come to their church. They want people to come to an activity. They want people to come to revival. They want people to come on whatever. But God Jesus tells us to go. Right. Go. Go, go, go. Get out of the building. Get out of your house. Go, go, go. You know what that means? Your job. Your job, your school, whatever. And we're not doing that. And, right. and, and folks, we're, lo- we're losing the battle because we've stopped going. Mm-hmm. We've stopped going and we've become so comfortable within ourselves as a church that we have stopped going into, into the world. And, and we want to be liked. Right. So if we start talking about God and we start bringing things up, we're like, we know we're going to have to get in discussions and people are not going to like it. And maybe our friends are not, are not going to want to be around us or maybe our family members are going to be offended or, you know, whatever. But Jesus tells us in John 15 verses, uh, 18 and 19, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer a part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. How much plainer does it have to be? For sure, I, you know what the Bible has been to, for me literally over the last twenty twenty two months has been like a whole different book than what I've mm-hmm. read it before COVID nineteen. It has become something of a. It's like sometimes I'm reading this stuff for the first time. I'm seeing it in a different light, and I think God's word is absolutely been a. 
it has literally been the strength of my life mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. If I did not have the truth of God's word, um, I probably just like, you know, the heck with this. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Right. And, um, right. But God's word has been so well, and, sustaining. Yeah. And for me, just knowing that there, there's, you know, not coincidence when I read a scripture or someone sends me a scripture or I see someone post a scripture and it's like, wow, you know, how, you know, right. I think God can, you know, God can use those to speak to us. Um, and, right. and, and it's going to hit different. Do you mean, we may read it two weeks ago and read the same scripture today. And exactly. It's hit different. Exactly. And, it's gonna, and that just proves the point of what the Bible says. The fact that it's alive and active, mm-hmm. exactly. it's sharper than any two inch sword. Mm-hmm. You know, it cuts between joint and marrow or bone mm-hmm. and marrow. Um, and, you know, and, and so we have to use that as our foundation mm-hmm. and and use that as as the only source of truth and mm-hmm. the problem is is that you know sometimes we'll take the truth of the bible and a little bit of the truth of the world and we'll try to combine them together Mesh but them that, together. that's you can't do that you cannot do that at all um our world runs on fears and worries and anxieties and i know mm-hmm. christians who do that too yeah. and yep. isaiah 35 4 says to those with fearful hearts be strong do not fear, for your God is coming to destroy your enemies, and he's coming to save you. Yep. And then I kind of remember, I I don't know if you were in there. I think you were um, when I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to the guys. So, ladies, yes. you're off the hook, you're right, off the now, hook ladies. For right now. But um, I, I basically just said, guys, it's time to stand up. It's time to lead the way. It's, ta- it's, it's time to just get out there, dig your feet. It's time to ground. be a man. It's, yeah, it's time to be a man. And I used a term. I was like, it's top – there's a lot of beta men, yeah. a lot of weak guys in this world today. And can I just be honest with you? It, it's it's sickening. It's sickening to be a, as a man. Mm-hmm. God has created a man to be masculine. There's nothing wrong with masculinity, exactly. and that's what even I was though the say. world is saying he that it's wrong. He created men and women differently for a exactly. reason, for a purpose. Exactly. And, um, I, you know, sorry for the feminist movement and what some of the people might think, but you're a woman. God made you to be a, a feminality, not a man to be feminine. Mm-hmm. And men are supposed to be masculine protectors are supposed yep. to be, uh, whatever else. And that's a God thing. That's, that's mm-hmm. not a, you want to change it. And you, that's the whole role of the feminist movement is to move you away from God. Right. And so now that's morphed into all kinds of other yep. things that, you know, once you start going down the road, it, it takes you away from that. And so. Yep. I read a verse in 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. I read this from the ESV because this is one of the only versions that say this, and I thought this was good. And this is actually is more to the Greek than any other version. Mm-hmm. And here's what it says. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong. Mm-hmm. That's good. Tony Evans said this. He said, it's time for men to man it up. Being a kingdom man and entering God's kingdom takes Courage, unwavering faith, and that's where we're at. You know, right. and, and again, he's focused on what right now? No, he said, being a kingdom man and entering God's kingdom takes courage, unwavering faith, determination, and endurance because there is so much opposition to Jesus's followers. Exactly, and that's he's one hundred percent right. So much opposition to that, um, and I and and it's time for the world to really look at what God's word says. It's time for Christians to look at what God's word says and what the world is saying and start judging it by that. Does, okay, gay pride. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, let's examine that. Now let's examine that by the word of God. Okay, well, here's what God's word says. It totally is a sin and this is what it is. Abortion. Mm-hmm. Let's gauge that by the word of God. Um, you know, anything, any other sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's gauge that by the word of God. The world says this. 
I don't know about that. That does sound pretty good. Well, what does God's word say? Well, that doesn't really mesh with God's word. So, so I'm not going, um, you know, to go with that. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I read a quote yesterday from Alistair Begg. You know, he's from Cleveland, Ohio, actually. Mm, and, um, he says, um, you're not just the right or the left, but for what is wrong and what is right over wrong. I like that. That's good. Christ followers will never get sidetracked by that mumbo jumbo. Christ followers will look evil in the eye and deal with it by the power of God in their life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I love that. Yep. And, and they will. We have the power of the living God living inside of us. Yep. And I love yep. that. Jesus, this is a little longer, a um, few verses here, but Jesus says in Matthew 10, 26 through 28, don't be afraid of those who threaten you. For the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known to all. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. Shout. What I whisper in your ear, shout you from shout. the housetops for all to hear. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. When you're reading that, you know what I picture? I picture that scene in that, um, you know, gladiator where where he's like, are you not entertained? (laughs) And that's what I picture. It's just like, boom, here it is. It's right right in your face. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's awesome. And I love that Jesus like shout it, shout Mm -hmm. it out, shout what you, shout what you know. And, um, yesterday toward the end of the message, I was kind of like, you know, I know that there's people in this room and I know people online, maybe you've been hoodwinked by the message and by the mumbo jumbo coming from the world and from Washington. I just said, woe to you who call evil good and good evil. Yeah. Yeah. Woe to you today. And I mean it. Woe to you because you've fallen into line and you're not doing what God has called you to do. Um, and I love, I love Jesus's words in Matthew 16, 24 through 26. Jesus said to his disciples, then, and to us now, yep. if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you're going to lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you're going to save it. And what benefit if you, you've gained the whole world, but you lost your own soul? Is there anything worth more than your soul? Hmm. Is there? Nope. <laughs> I mean, that's all you take to the next life. Yep. I'm not taking this body won't go. My nope. you're not taking your brew with you. Brew won't you go. go. No. My black rifle coffee won't go. Dude, if I get to heaven and there's a brew there, I'm just gonna be like, oh, you got to be kidding right. me. <laughs> I hope there is. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. I love the last verse that I read, and and I love this. Mm-hmm. Psalm 107 verse two. Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Yep. I love it. Tell others that he has redeemed you from your enemies. Has the Lord redeemed you? Yeah. So I'm going to speak out. I'm going to do what, I'm going to do what, um, what Jesus has called me to do. I think it's time for Christians to speak up and shout it back and do what God has called them to do and stop wavering and cowering in fear and stop going along to get mm-hmm. along and stop just giving in to whatever is dictated from on high. You know what? This is America. We're mm-hmm. free. Right. I'm not a slave. I'm not a slave to, I don't care who it is, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, George W. Bush. Nancy, I'm I'm not a slave to any of those people. I am a free man, and I am not going to do what they tell me to do mm-hmm. if it goes against God and his word. You can right. just, I'm going to thumb my nose right back in their face and say, you know what? No. Mm-hmm. Now what? I'm not going to do what you tell me to do at all. So there you go. There you go. I don't know. I need a drink. No. <laughs> Coffee. Coffee, bro. You need a Beebs brew. <laughs> yeah, you do. 
It was good stuff. And, and it's, it's, it's difficult stuff, you know, it because it, it goes against everything it that is. the world tells you. And, and, and it goes against everything that, like I said earlier, it goes against everything that the world tries to, they put Christians in a box. Well, exactly. You're supposed to love everybody. Oh, yeah. But the, but God's definition of love and the world's definition of love are, they don't align. Exactly. 100%. Because the world's definition of love is, is everybody just needs to, to get along and, and be okay. But know. you, you got to realize something. They don't do that themselves. They don't do that themselves. Because they're not going to accept you for what you believe. What oh, absolutely. Love is love as long as you love me the way I want you to love if, me. If I protested what kind of relationship or, or whatever you want to call it and tried to get a, you know, maybe the month of, of October as straight pride month. There would be so much uproar over that yeah, of saying, be. you know, well, well, that's just, you know, demeaning to those who are, are homosexuals. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would it would cause a stir. Mm-hmm. But we have to go along with with the gay pride month. And, and and so here's here's the truth with all of this. And this is something that obviously I feel very passionate about um, as a parent. It's it's time for us to be parents. Mm-hmm. You know, your your kids are are older but i know you parented your kids in a way where you were honest and open with them try um, to and, and and you know my prayer is that when my kids get to be your kids age that they're parenting and they are striving to follow and i don't get it right all the time i'm not saying i get it right but oh, i'm trying on. to what i said oh come on i don't oh i wish i did lord um but you know we we have tough conversations with our kids we've talked about gay pride month and what that means and how that goes against God's word and what God says is right and right. wrong. And because if, if I don't tell them, somebody else is going to tell them the opposite. Right. And I don't want them to question. I don't right. want them to hear something and think that, oh, that's, that's right. And so it's time for us as parents to step up and be parents, mm-hmm. parents of God and parents of, of truth. Right. And, right. and so it's on us. We, we can't just sit back and think, well, they'll figure it out. Right. Right. You know, right. We have to have those tough conversations and do it in a loving way. Exactly. You know, and, and do it, you know, I've got a, you know, a 10 year old and an eight year old and the five year old doesn't understand yet, but when she's a few years older, a couple years older, we'll have those conversations yeah. with her as well. But she's right. listening. She's, she's smarter than you think she is. Um, they all are. Exactly. And she's right. taking it in. But that's, you know, it's time for us Christians to step up and be parents mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, in the process, we're not putting people down. Um, you know, they're misguided. Exactly. My, my prayer is that they would find the hope and love mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And, and the truth of what God's word says is true. Um, because they've just been misled by the world. And, and so, you know, but, but we as parents have to, mm-hmm. we have to be parents and, and that's really what it's on. It's on me parenting my kids exactly. and parenting your kids. And well, you know, you said the truth and you know, you know, the truth and the truth shall set you, set free. you free. Yeah. And, um, you know, the world's truth is not true. So it, it just keeps you in slavery and bondage. Right. I mean, they think. They think that they're living their life in freedom, but they're they're slaves to mm-hmm. their sin. Yeah. They're slaves to the depravity. And I 
and and I know that everybody's going to think like this, but I, I know that there's a high suicide rate in the gay community. Yeah. I know there's a, yeah. I know that there's a lots of depression and suicide when it follows abortion. I know people mm-hmm. can't they live with their guilt and their shame right, of that. Right. And 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 those are hidden things that you can't really see. Yeah. But I know for a fact that people struggle with that because I've actually talked to mm-hmm. people who've gone through that, and I've talked to them about the community that they've been yeah. involved in, and a lot of people feel that way. So you know you may you might be able to dance half naked and whatever in the streets <laughs> right. of the United States of America, but when the sun goes down, right, you got to live with yourself. Yeah, and, and that's the hole that you have in your heart because there's a hole in everybody's heart, and and that can only be filled with God. And exactly. I can't fill it with drugs, sex, homosexuality, money, people. I can't power, fame. The only the hole can be filled by the love of God and yep. the message of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And until people realize that, they're going to continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Right. And you said yesterday, and I and I thought this you you put this so well too of. If you and you were talking about abortion, you know, and you said you if you have had an abortion, there's forgiveness in that. Mm-hmm. You know, God, God will forgive you for that. There is healing in that. You know, if that was a decision you made and, and it happened yesterday or mm-hmm. thirty years ago, mm-hmm. twenty years ago, whatever, you know, talk to somebody. And you said you come talk to us. You know, but that's the same. You know, if you're struggling with with homosexuality versus, you know, what God's word says is truth in that. Or if you're struggling with, you know, some other sin, you know, right. you, you don't have to walk through that alone. Well, a know? few year a few years ago, um, I did talk to a lady and it's been a while. It's been a while ago. It's probably been, um, I'm going to say 2007 or eight. And, um, she had come by. And her and her husband had come to my office to talk, and um, she's very, very emotional. And um, she had told me that in '93 or '4, I can't remember, she had 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 an abortion. Okay. And the guilt and the pain of that has haunted her. And she broke down, and, she, and her husband was rubbing her back, and and you know that was prior before they were married, and prior before she mm-hmm. became a Christian, mm-hmm. and and. Um, Finally, she just looked up at me, and I'm. It was very emotional. She's like, "Do you think God will allow me to see my baby in heaven?" Mm. And she's like, "And do you think I'll go to heaven because she said I'm a murderer?" All right. Well, and I was like, I tried to talk her through it, and the lady's super good lady. She made a mistake as a young girl, and um, followed the world. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yeah, I do." And I said, "But." Tell me of the countless numbers of people that you've actually helped and counseled yeah. not to go down that road because I knew for a fact that she had. Yeah. And um, I said, God takes our pain. God takes our hurts and he takes everything that we have done in our life. And the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ is he takes all of that and he flips it upside mm-hmm. down to use it for his glory. Yep. That you give the glory to God to get you through this. That, yes, this was a terrible thing that mm-hmm. I've done. It's probably the worst thing that anybody could do. But guess what? Here's how God makes this good. Here's how God uses this in my life to allows me to get over that. And I said, I know for a fact, I told her, I said, I know for a fact you're going to have hard times mm-hmm. and guilt and shame. But you need to put that back down at the foot of the cross yep. and walk away from it. And when you pick that back up again, and you will. You will. Because we all mm-hmm. do. You need to lay that back down at the foot of the cross again and walk away yep. and allow God to take that. And um, it, it's a very it's a very hard process to to uh, to think about. I mean, all of us have sin in our life and we may not have had an abortion or murdered mm-hmm. somebody or, or or whatever. But we've all done things that we know that we should not have done. Yeah. And that guilt and that shame yep. as a human being 
come it back into my life. Back. Yeah. And what do I have to do? I have to practice what I preach in my own words and be like, okay, God, I've, I've got to lay this down. I've got to give this back to you because that is not the person that I am and that's not the person that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to lay that down because if I pick that up and run with it, guess what? I'll, I'll, I'll gravitate back and, to be that person. And that's what Satan wants you to exactly. do. Exactly. And that's the truth of it. And the beauty of it is that there's nothing in our lives, there's nothing in our past that God will not forgive us from, exactly. that God cannot redeem us from. I mean, Jesus came to die on the cross, to be to defeat death, to raise from the grave for that purpose, mm-hmm. to redeem us, to restore us, to make us new. And um, you know, and I think that you know, we we get to those points and we think, wow, how can how can God forgive me right from that? Exactly. You know, and, and, and part of that process is forgiving yourself in that too, which is difficult, you know, and it's like you said, you know, there are things that still come up in my life from years ago. And, and it's just like, you know, the, you, you carry that burden, you carry that grief and you have to work through that. What and, about the burden and the grief and the shame and the guilt? Here we go. <laughs> what? How, I'm just, I'm being serious here. No, I, the only burden and grief and shame and guilt I have from drinking a Beebs brew. How did you know I was going to go down that road? Well, come on. You're stuck on that. <laughs> oh, okay. Is you're all, the one set with a brew in front of you. Is the sugar and dairy in it? Because that is not on my diet at all. <laughs> Neither was the ice cream I ate last night either. But <laughs> Anyway, good stuff, though. I it mean, is it's very good stuff. stuff. And, I, it and it's hard stuff. It's hard. It's not easy to talk about. And um, it's not easy to... Uh, in this life, so you will have many troubles, but take heart. Mm-hmm. I have overcome the world. Exactly. You know, Jesus never said it was going to be easy. Yeah. It is hard stuff. Sorry, it's the old I, Lynn Anderson I, I country song. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. I never promised you a rose garden. Exactly. <laughs> that, was old, that was an oldie. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, that's your that's your era. That is my era. Yeah. Exactly, one hundred percent. I'm Aaron Tippin. And yeah, I'm Loretta Lynn. Early Tim McGraw. You know, Merle Haggard and Garth Brooks. Yeah, <laughs> see, we're a little <laughs> we're a little different. Yeah, it shows exactly the, the twenty year gap between us. That is one hundred percent true. <laughs> Big Willie fan. <laughs> no, I like Will. I grew up on Waylon and Willie and and all of that because my dad yeah. and and he used to play all that. Stuff. Your dad's nickname is Willie. Willie. We call him Willie. Yeah. Your mom will be like, Hey, how's Willie doing? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I do, we got women of worth coming up. Do you know the dates, uh, what's going on with that? I, I don't, can't remember. Anyway, go on the website, ladies, and you can check that out, Women of Worth, and get all that. I'll, I'll have that in the connecting email this uh, coming week on Wednesday. Um, remember that baby bottle started on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and if you took a baby bottle, have not returned that yet, you can return that this coming Sunday on yep. Father's Day, and you can leave that at the Welcome Center. And, and that we'll goes to support New Path, Path Pregnancy, Pregnancy Resource mm-hmm. Center. You brought them up yesterday. You were talking about, you know, if, if you've mm-hmm. been through, you know, if you've had an abortion and right. are struggling with that, you know, we can put you in touch with them, too. Right. That, uh, it's such a great great resource to have right here it in is. our community too so it is and then um on um june 26th five o'clock in the fellowship hall young at heart is going to be meeting for a taco and ice cream bar is that a tuesday that's a sunday oh i think it's a sunday is that night. allowed we do taco tuesday at our house actually we did it wednesday taco bar week. and ice cream bar and uh, this is for ages 55 and up that's right in your wheelhouse bro and um, if you need more information, contact Glenn or Lisa Smith at rccyah at gmail.com. Perfect. Stands for RCC Young at Heart. 
Thank so you. Easy to remember. Yeah, thank you very much. And then during the month of July, we are going to do something a little bit different. I'm I pumped. Done I'm pumped too. Uh, we are going to be doing a sermon series called The Chosen. And, uh, this is based off the, um, this is based off the biblical television mm-hmm. drama that a lot of, that's very popular right now. And we're going to take one scene from that and it could be a four, five, six, seven minute clip. So it might be a little long. Yep. And we're going to build the message around that. And so that's going to be for five weeks. And I and Brandon and Todd Norquist are going to be all speaking during that month, and we're going to be picking out scenes from that. And I'll just uh, put a little encouragement for you. If you have never watched The Chosen, Uh I I would encourage you to do that. It's free. It's free. You can do it. Download download the Angel Studio app. Um, Yeah, it's free, and it's great. It's very well done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Craig and I both were very skeptical of The Chosen, and I was the same way. Actually, you started watching it before I did. And I was hooked. And you were hooked, and so it's like, like immediately. Okay, okay, it has Todd's approval, it has Craig's approval, maybe it's good, because I've always been skeptical, just the way you are, of Christian production stuff. Yeah, because they're so a cheesy. a lot of times it's cheesy. Oh my and, goodness. And there's stuff that's not biblical. They got more cheese in Wisconsin. Exactly, <laughs> but this is very well done, they've done a great job, they've taken some liberties, but I think within... Yeah. You know the realms of what they can do, and it's it's good. Right. There we go. I'm done. 100. I, I I think it's good too, and um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. And um, anything else coming up? You think of? Oh no. I mean, I'm going on vacation. Father's Day Sunday. Father's Day is this Sunday. We're honor so our fathers during that. the service. So if your dad come, if you yeah. want to bring your dad, bring him. And there you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm going on vacation late July, but I texted you last week and was like, "Hey, I'm going to need six weeks of vacation this summer for." Well, at least that's less than last year for the week that we're going to be at the beach <laughs> because we've decided we're going to take a horse, horse and buggy. buggy right? So we need two and a half weeks to get there, two and a half weeks to get back, a week there. So I'm going to need six weeks vacation. <laughs> You'll be like Amish here. It's going to be like you know, like the Oregon Trail. Exactly. I said that's not good. We probably shouldn't do that because every time I play. <laughs> Every time I play the Oregon Trail, and you can still play it. There's a well, retro. You end up like the Donner Party. You don't do that, right? There, there's a retro games website, and you can actually go and play the Oregon that, Trail. Those were fun. And I, we, I've done that recently. Christian loves it, but every time I play, you Allie get... ends up being the first person to die. Really? Last time I played, she got lost for five days. It's like you, you're, you, you're set back for oh, five days. Gone. Allie's lost. Oh gosh! <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Thank so, you, Allie. Wow. Yeah, that's good stuff. So yeah, another vacation for you. So that's awesome. Good job for you. I mean, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to be gone before I am. You're on vacation as much as Biden is in Delaware. I mean, good luck with that. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Should we talk about your vacation? We can. Yeah, you just got back from one. Yeah, and I'm going to be going. You're going to be gone again before weeks, I even yeah. leave. I know. So, but so. then I'm here for a while. Okay, I'm here till like November. Yeah, so. me too. We'll see. We'll see. Because somebody I somebody I know in air quotes took off like the whole month of August and half of September. So last, last year, last year. Oh yeah, that was my um, vacation. My vacation in Dublin at that resort that I'm going to be paying back for the next five years of my life. I can't help you. Don't have to spend your money, but at least you got a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Be <laughs> okay. I'm He's just a, thankful the insurance is as good as it was. He's a good sport about it. He's yeah. a good sport about it. He you know what? Here's I've learned this a long time ago. Yeah. If you can't laugh at yourself, right? What can you laugh at? Well, I mean, yeah, right, yeah. It was. I can't believe that's we're coming up on a year on that. Can you believe that? A couple more months, we're at a year. That's which is sad because I've only ran twice since I got out of the hospital, and it's like I was going to get up and run this morning, and 
You know, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that before I got sick, I was working out three days a week. I was running three days a week, and I was loving it. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that I work out probably four or five days a week, and my running days stopped are 15 over. years ago. Yeah, yeah. So Craig's running days are over. Yeah, so I was I was so – like I had good intentions. Have you ever done that? You had good intentions. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Talk, we met that that I, I, I usually have the sermon done by now, but that's where I'm leaning, and that's what we're talking about, I think, Sunday. I, we have good intentions. I wasn't going to say anything. And there, there was an old country song it was for the best of intentions. Was that Tracy Lawrence or somebody? I don't know. But anyways. Uh, here we, fair and young. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, no, I was like, I had good intentions. I was going to get up and run this morning. Didn't happen. I was too lazy. That's just, it wasn't the humidity. Dude, it it was wasn't the heat. There. I was lazy. Um, Anita and I went bike riding the other day. And, oh, nice. Um, yeah. She had a little difficulty, but I didn't have any problem with it. But bike riding is really good. I love bike riding. I don't. I love it. My butt ends up hurting afterwards. <laughs> you hey, face. you guys have Thanks a great... Thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, wow. Is there anything else, Mr. Um, whatever? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just glad you've acknowledged the fact that you don't have the sermon yet, and I'm waiting on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to get that done today. So Okay, good. But anyway, hey, guys, have a good week. Hey. And, um, thank you for... Thank no, thank you for my Beebs brew. Yeah, you're welcome. You're um, welcome. Next time, maybe we'll actually get you to order it. That probably won't happen. Uh, yeah, what's that new drink you got? That'll be like they'll have it all summer. They'll be like, "What new drink? The new drink you started back in June." Yeah, right. <laughs> right. They had to start that during Pride Month. Okay, one more thing before we leave. Exactly, one more thing before we leave. Okay, here, here, uh, Anita and I went away for one night for our anniversary. Hocking Hills at a cabin. Cabin yes. was absolutely. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Hot tub. Uh, I love the hot tub. I was busy. Thanks for the invite. Though. You're welcome. Here's your anniversary. Yeah. Anita, <laughs> um, we're bringing Brandon with us on our anniversary. <laughs> you care? He'll be in the hot tub with us. He'll be quiet. And, um, but anyway, um, we're, we're heading down there and I, we passed to Tim Hortons and I'm like, Hey, you want to get some coffee? And she's like, yeah. So, um, she actually got the brew mm -hmm. and you still uh, won't even say I it. Think it was the brew. Yeah. She, got she the, did. She, she did. The brew. I got and a picture. We of it. also got, the Tim uh, Beebs. The Tim Beebs. Which I've called him for Tim a year. Bits in, no, I call him Beebs Bits. Yeah, Beebs Bits. Yeah. And that's what you called him and they corrected you. Yeah. They were like, oh, you mean the Tim Beebs? Yeah. So we got those. I'm going to be honest with you. I had three of hers. They were phenomenal. You said the cherries were great. The, the cherry ones. and there was like a cinnamon and there was – I don't know how they did them, but I'll be honest with you. I want to try the birthday cake with – it's rolled in like waffles, waffle bits. Really? Yeah, but um, if anybody, okay, I can't believe I'm going to say that. Just I'm not going to say the word. What what are those called again? Tim Beebs. Okay, you should get you should get at least ten. They're they're really good. There you go. Uh, they're really good. And with that, I'm done. And thanks so much to our sponsor, Tim Hortons, for today's episode. <laughs> hey, we hope you do have a great week. Thanks. If if you're still hanging around with us, we're sorry yeah. for dragging it on, but have a good week. Enjoy the heat, Craig. I will enjoy the week, but not the heat. Okay, great. Y'all have a good one. See ya.